Jeremiah was late. Jeremiah. <laughs> it's your mom. Now it's all going to be off because you of you. He was just late in general. Like, hey, he's late. <laughs> I was last week, not this week. Actually, Z time. Z was late to her own house. Technically, we were all late. Right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Some Sense Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening? I'm I don't so know. confused. <laughs> Arnold just said that. I don't know. I thought he was going to like, tell us like, shut up or something. No, this is just how it goes. No, he just starts talking. It'd be like that, you know? All right, um, go. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Some Sense Podcast, where we take a look at all sorts of movies and see how they portray some sort of biblical truth or parallel. Um, we're not expert critics, nor are we professional theologians or ministers in any sort of way, but we love to take a look at both. So we don't sputter complete nonsense, but we make some sense. I am one of your co-hosts, Arnold, if I haven't already said my name. <laughs> With me are my other co-hosts. Jeremiah. Daniela. Z. And Sam. And, and <laughs> Spot on. You nailed it. I, I legit thought he was in the room for a second. He is. Yes. <laughs> and this week we will be talking about Catch me if you can. Woo! <laughs> Party. <laughs> uh yeah, Catch Me If You Can, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks yeah. and other people. <laughs> exactly. But before we get into that, we're going to start off this week with a new segment called Small Talk where we just talk about the ongoings of us and life and other things around us. <laughs> and, and to get us started this week, we're going to start with Jeremiah. Would you like to tell us what's going on in your world or in the world or whatever? What's been on your mind lately, Nothing man? much, honestly. I'm just <laughs> at home chilling with Caleb's cat, who is a nightmare, by the way. Gross. Caleb, if you're listening to I know, right? Yeah. His name is Momo, and this okay. cat likes it. <laughs> All right, excuse me. I He's am named Momo's after... ambassador right oh, now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I would just like to say I have found video evidence of Jeremiah cuddling with this cat. And here he is bashing Here's him, thinking, thinking, he... we're all unawares. <laughs> he can be a nice cat. That's like 5% of the time. The rest of the time, he's... Clawing at my feet, business? getting up on the counter like he's not supposed to. He has a thing with Caleb's chapstick, so Caleb can never find his chapstick. But <laughs> does he eat them? So you mean adorable? He actually has, but like he ate some of his, his chapstick. chapstick? Yeah. Man, cats are just not it. Let me just tell you. He's named after the Avatar. I have to leave, um, guys. <laughs> creature. I don't know, you, You're in a room Momo. filled with dog lovers. But that's living my life I, right now. It's I just, like dogs too. Dogs are better, in my opinion. Just oh, little boy. short, stubby. Legs and so, no breeze. offense to Momo, but Jeremiah hates. I will you. say Momo is the most chill cat I've been around. Really? Yes, he doesn't hiss or anything. Also, keep in mind Momo is a baby cat. Yeah, he's, he's still young. small. Okay, so all of these activities, all my fellow cat advocates <laughs> can can say that this is normal cat yeah, activity. Which I mean, I've never. I grew up not having cats; only had dogs. So. Racist. I mean, you're trying to say that you and Momo are sworn mortal enemies. Then are you guys like trying to kill each other? Is it one of those things? It's literally like, it's literally like catch me if you can. All right. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
he's a good he's a good cat, but there's sometimes it just drives me nuts. I thought you were gonna say he's a good guy. I was he's like, good, wow. he's a good guy. He's chill. He's a chill pro. We hang out on the weekend. He's the third roommate. <laughs> he is, yes. But that's my life right now, unfortunately. Well, thank you for small talking, Momo. Um, what about you, Daniela? Will I you... had an idea. Yeah. What if during small talk? Never mind. No, no, no. Cut shoot. that part out. <laughs> Not to be confused with big talk. Yeah. Well, I was just like imagining like what if we were just, we just like whispered. Like, like, <laughs> I really intend for you to cut this part out. <laughs> I just like came to mind. You whisper because it's, it's small. Oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like a high pitched? Yeah, you could do it too. Like there we go. Just pitch it up to do oh, like no. <laughs> Okay, please real cut that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate that we never know until I know. until he's done with it. Anyway, you have no small talk. Oh. <laughs> Actually, tell us the story that, that that you just told us before we recorded how you napped in the parking lot. You know. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so I was I was telling Arnold and, and Jeremiah that today was an interesting day. I went to church obviously this morning. Um, went out for lunch with um, the pastors and and um, a few other people, and then excuse me, and then they're like, "Oh, let's go get snow cones um, at this one place." I was like, "Great, wonderful, that'll be fun." So we're sitting outside. However, it started raining, and so we're like, "Oh, freak!" Like we had already been there for a bit, but I thought we we're going to be there a little bit longer. And around this time, it was like 3.50-ish. And I was like, oh, okay, like if it's raining, you know, whatever. So they're like, okay, we should probably leave. And so I was like, crap, I didn't want to drive all the way home to just come back this way and and, and be here. But because I would have been here like way too early. And so <laughs> I was like, well, I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> I think I'll just take a nap in the car. <laughs> and so I just slept in the parking lot of the snow cone nice. shack. <laughs> I kept my car running, locked all the doors. You know, we were safe. But I definitely woke up in a sweat, though. I was like, <laughs> you know, when you're like so dead tired and you like wake up and you're just like. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Anyways, that's how I felt. But it was good. It was a good nap. Nice. And then I drove here. Well, I went to Starbucks first and then I came here. <laughs> I've taken a nap in my car before. Yeah, I... I, I can't fall asleep in cars in general. Really? I fall asleep in, like, the passenger seat. Like, I'm with somebody. I've never been the driver and then fallen asleep in a car. There's there's a point in time when my brother was, like, the manager of the soccer team in high school and stuff. So, obviously, I couldn't drive then yet. I just sit in the car, and uh, I could not nap. I would just sit there and stare into the... Jeremiah's a vampire. That's why he couldn't get out of the car. <laughs> See, I did, like, for me, my brother was he had like early practices before I had my driver's license, like before school oh, practice. Oh no. And so I'd ride with him up to school. And so he had to be there like two hours before school started. Oh my God. And so I had to ride up there with him. Cause I like, I wasn't, I couldn't take the bus, you know? And so I would fall asleep, like knock out in the truck, like absolutely knock out. But one time he forgot to leave his keys behind and like he left <gasps> no. the door locked. And so like whenever I got out, the alarm went off. 
Oh, dang. <laughs> like and you everybody, can't obviously, you, have to, you need the keys. Yeah, like everybody at the school who was in the parking lot, like class was about to start. Like I was running late. So like <laughs> everybody around me was like hearing it. And I was like, oh, crap. And so just like. Like everyone's been looking at you at that point. Mm-hmm, and I was like, I need on. to go find Edgar or else like his battery's going to die. And so oh like, <laughs> I was like scrambling all over the school trying to find my older brother. It was dang. wild. And we went to a small school too. So it's like everybody yeah. in that parking lot heard you. Like yeah. there was there was no hiding it. One Aww. day, my brother decided not to pick me up from school. What? Yeah, that was oh fun. God. He did I, that uh, intentionally. I got here. So he had <laughs> he had the job. Obviously, he was I was a sophomore, and he was he had graduated by that time. I didn't have my license yet, though. And I got out of school at three, and he had work at like four, four fifteen, four thirty, or something like that. But he was late, and I was like, "Hey, where are you at?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, I don't want to feel rushed." to go to to pick you up and then go to work so he went straight to work what i was like what do you mean you have to pick me up and he was like well i don't want to feel rushed and i was like oh Oh so i did the right thing called my mom (laughs) and told i thought you were gonna say walked home i couldn't walk home i was i was like 10 plus miles away from uh, we used to live we lived on the same road but it'd take like 15 ish minutes 20 minutes driving that's forever on the walking but so I had a, thankfully my cousin went to that same school. He was able to drop me off, but yeah, my mom, my mom didn't have it. <laughs> he said, I didn't want to feel rushed. Yeah, which is, te- what was terrible is he's like not punctual at all. So he'll leave like five minutes before he's supposed to get there. Oh no. And he was, he, he was down the street too. So he could have took him about five minutes to get to work. Yeah. Yeah. Did your so just, mom rip like his head off? Or oh what? yeah, my mom let him have it. Really? But, oh no. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, nice. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. should have done that with you. No. <laughs> yeah, there there were times that so I'm very much the type of person who likes to get places early, right? And Yeah, so I'm Arnold, very punctual as well. Arnold and I well, Arnold had his license when we were in high school and I didn't have mine yet. And so there would be times in the mornings that I was like rushing him out the door and he was like, relax, I'm almost ready. And it was like school started in like 10 minutes and we lived 15 <laughs> minutes from the school. And he was like, I'll be out of the shower in a second. And I'm like, oh my God, he was out of the shower. shower. <laughs> I was like, you're going to be fine. We're all right. Don't even worry about it. And it's like, all good. I'm, you know, I'm a very like specific type of person. So obviously like I like to be places on time. And if I'm, I like to give myself enough room for their for something to go wrong. But no, Arnold is like the opposite. And so I was. But keep this in mind, though, like I was her big thing was I need to get there early. My thing was like, we just need to get there on time and we'll be fine. It is school, though. School doesn't matter. No, it say. does matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I get was, paid for it. So like I was a very I was a very specific type of kid. We were like, keep Keep in mind what she's saying it's it's not untrue like i would kind of push push it a little bit but like we were like nine times out of ten we were like there at like when we needed to be there like not not a second late but, <laughs> z shaking her head like i had, I had it done to a science by the time that like z got into like you know high school and stuff i was like I got this. We're fine. Like, I know exactly how this is going to play out. And obviously, like, the later you wait, the more traffic there is because Uh nobody wants to get to school early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, there was always traffic on the way. And, I mean, we lived in a small town, so, like, traffic wasn't really a thing. But there was this one stoplight that used to take four 
ever to get to school. And so I passed uh, through y'all's town. I don't know how y'all. Oh, yeah, passed that. through the bigger part of the town. You should have passed through the part where we actually like were raised and stuff. Yeah, yeah we, we, we drove, passed through there. Huh? Yeah, we drove two minutes and uh, we were we got into your town and we left <laughs> in those two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you should have stayed for the food and like Bro, we I wanted know, to have dinner yeah. and then left. We were so tired though. Like I remember. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a Midland trip one of these days. We'll do a Midland episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, we can do. We'll do a Friday Night Lights. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, um, review that one, and then we can do that one from, you know, Midland, because it's like that whole Permian Basin area is like is where like Odessa is. Uh, and Permian yeah, Odessa school. was terrible too. Yeah, it's worse. So, it was, Odessa, it's Odessa worse. Is, <laughs> yeah, like people from Midland consider Odessa like a more ghetto Midland, and then people from Odessa consider Midland like a real stuck up kind of. Like a white collar kind of town. I also grew up in Colorado where I could see the mountains from my school. So comparing that to like flat, yeah, super flat. Yeah, Yeah, we have cotton fields next to our school. What? Yeah. No way. (laughs) Yeah, we had like three of them. There's literally right across the street. Like it was a massive. One of them was right across the street. One of them was like down the street. And then there were like a bunch of fields like out towards the back. But. Know, we felt so many elements on the way over there. Really? <laughs> the oh, that's death true. Storms, oh, all the way back it, no, on it was them. raining that morning. It was literally flooded. Oh, yeah, it was raining that morning. The this was, was sorry, flooded. we're talking about a trip when we drove there. Yeah, so me and Daniela filmed a video in Monahan's. Yeah, Monahan's. Monahan's. So you have to go through Midland to get to Monahan's. Yeah. And we're, me and Z are from Midland. Is it six hours? Yes. Yeah, which I drove. The second time, I didn't drive the first yeah. time. You drove both times. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. But. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> the entire time. I'm, I'm sitting... Yeah, I was sitting straight up. It's funny because, Nice and like, close to the windshield. <laughs> if you're from Midland and, like, you make the drive from Midland to Dallas, it's, like, every, like, mile that you get closer to Dallas, it just gets more fascinating. Because, like, growing up in Midland, everything's dead. Everything's yeah. dusty. Like, grass is yellow. You have no trees. And so, like, you're driving eastward towards Dallas, all of a sudden, the world just starts to literally become more and more green. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. Brighter, okay, like, wait and, like, a minute. Uh, and, like, in Midland, like, there's dust everywhere, dirt blowing everywhere. So the sky, like, even looks faded. Like, it, it doesn't look blue. It looks like a really faded mm-hmm. kind of, like, That's washed so out color weird. of blue. Yeah. And so, like, literally, as you start driving east, the world just becomes more vibrant. <laughs> and so, like, you get more and more excited. But we're asked, like, if you're from Dallas or somewhere like driving, that. Driving, like, yeah. <laughs> and you're driving to Midland, you're like, holy crap, the world's dying yeah, in front of my so eyes. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, it's wild. Because we, yeah, it was, we drove through the little dust storm. Yeah. Ran over that bumper or something. Bro, my car still is, is struggling. Really? Yeah, the Dang. little bottom piece is still hanging. Yeah, we ran over a bumper and then. Like, the entire bumper was in the road. Pulled up to the gas station, just witnessed a drug deal right there, too. Oh, yeah, that happens. I don't remember that. You were pumping gas. Oh. Also, Jeremiah's tire went flat. And the second then time. The second time. We, we saw so many rain. dead dogs. Yeah. We drove through the... Oh, yeah. yeah we drove through the bad. rain. You can see, like... We drove through hail. It was hail. Oh. Yeah, hail. That was terrible. Um, the things you do for YFN videos. So you guys really want to go back, huh? No. <laughs> no. Bro, my cousins asked me... Cousins, if you hear this, sorry. I, I mean, I do want to go. Like going back? They asked, yeah. they're like... What's the probability? Just say if they drive and I, that's you right, yeah. I was like, if y'all drive, time. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> which it was, it was nice. One hands is, is pretty cool, which is weird because you never would have thought that would be in Texas. It's, it's not, a huge sand dune state yeah. park. Yes, by the way. That's like sorry, we The only cool part about it. Yeah, it's the only like attraction for miles on end. Yeah, like yeah. a good like 
three hours of driving. It trips me out. We were like halfway to El Paso. I know. I would have shot myself if I lived in El Paso. Well, that's why it's called Midland. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs> that's literally why it's called Midland. What the heck? Um, but no, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Not really. Um, but food, <laughs> food is good. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to stop by, but we were so tired. Yeah. We ended up having Whataburger, which is just, ugh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And Subway. Subway's better. I don't Subway's know, like, better Texans. than Whataburger? <laughs> I do not like Whataburger. I don't know what is it with Texas I feel like everything is dipped in onion, that. and I, I like onion, but that's, it's something else. Uh, I don't know how Texas uh, like Whataburger. Excuse me. I think, I mean, at least for us. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it. <laughs> I, I just burped gnarly to the left. <laughs> Towards Would you like the, how I included in the last one? Yes. <laughs> I can guarantee it's gonna it's gonna happen oh, every that episode. Was, that's great. I'm here for it. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. But yeah. Also, before I forget, um, <laughs> we have a few people missing from this week's right. episode. Oh yeah. We haven't mentioned it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Pretty 15 empty. minutes in, we haven't even mentioned it. We have we have more people in this podcast. We no, <laughs> we all just do different voices. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> It's like two different people, and, and they're just doing the voices of six. I promise, guys, there are there are more than just two of us here. <laughs> like the guy from the Looney Tunes, like the original Looney Tunes, who did like all the voices. Like yeah. it was just one guy doing all the voices. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wild. Yeah, R.E.P. Sam. Yeah, he is dead to us. Just kidding. We make that joke every time. <laughs> Sam, Peter, Jose, Jocelyn, Trevin. Is that it? That's it, right? That's it. If we're missing anybody, I'm going to feel terrible. (laughs) 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 And anyone else missing, we love you guys. I think that's it. Sorry that you're not here. Yeah, so I would get into it, but it's like five people gone. I don't want to say all the details of everything. Uh, But they will be here hopefully next time. I think. I hope. I pray. The whole whole cast. I'm I'm going on a trip to Mexico. (laughs) I know, gas. She's uh, going to Mexico. Yeah, um, but other than that, there's not really a lot of exciting things going on in my life. <laughs> Stupid, bro. I'm so sorry. You tried to hold that in for so long. <laughs> this is so ugly compared to your beautiful voice. Just keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I. I actually leave. We leave at like the crack of dawn. So, if you're listening to this, we're probably already back from Mexico, but... You leave in nine hours. What what time do you leave? She leaves at like 4 a.m. Yeah. So, we're excited. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just the 4 a.m. How long is your flight? Um, thanks. Well, we have a stop, so it makes it longer. But I think we get there at like 10. We live in Dallas. Where are you stopping? (laughs) Okay, this doesn't... It doesn't make sense, right? So... Um, our flight goes to San Antonio. All right. And then to Cancun. San Antonio has an airport. I was like, I don't even know that. I I was just very shocked. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why are you going to go more inland to go back that way? It just, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my small talk. Not to be confused with my big talk, but I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. (laughs) Oh my god, guys, Arnold just died. (laughs) He had a good run.
He had a good run. Um, but cool. Well, then I guess that concludes small talk. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get it. Go ahead and get into it. Um, so yeah, like we said this week, we're talking about uh, the great Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks team up called Catch Me If You Can. Woo! And to tell us the story this week is Jeremiah. Yeah. Again. <laughs> All right, Catch Me If You Can stars Leonardo DiCaprio as how old is he actually in this movie? He's he like starts off like 16 or something. Yeah, like he starts off as 16. Yeah, so this is actually based off a true story. Um, obviously, every Hollywood depiction is not 100% accurate. But it's not? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it tells a story about Leonardo DiCaprio, who is a 16-year-old boy. Where do they live, actually? Yep. Is it New York? In New York, and he's got a dad and a mom. What? And his mom... It's a French woman. Anyways. Um, <laughs> that's all we're going to yeah, say about what kind say. of woman she Anyways, is. <laughs> but uh, they end up getting divorced, unfortunately. And the lawyer of the, I don't remember which parent it was, asks him who he wants to live with. And that just does not sit well with Leo. And so he ends up just running away and ends up just getting himself into all heaps of trouble. He is a mastery at taking on new identities. So he is just becomes, he was a pilot first, right? Mm -hmm. He um, takes on the identity of a pilot and is able to forge these checks and finds all these ways of getting money by forging checks. So he ends up becoming a pilot, big pilot. And then the FBI, which is where Tom Hanks comes in, is, discovers his false checks. And ends up getting on to him. And so the whole movie is just a cat and mouse game of... They get on to him. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, they get, give him a good I'll lecture. slap on the wrist. <laughs> just imagine Tom Hanks giving a lecture to Leonardo DiCaprio for 45 <laughs> minutes. You don't go to jail, but yeah. stop doing that right now. But uh, yeah, so he ends up taking all kinds of um, false identities. He's a a doctor at one point, a lawyer... Is that it? It's just those three. The, the pilot. Doctor, a lawyer. Didn't he become like a real lawyer? Like he actually passes the bar exam? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, passes yeah. the bar in Louisiana. Mm hmm. Yeah, but he's a fake doctor. Yeah. He did not pass that bar exam. But, yeah. I want to be pilot. I think I think he gets caught when he's the lawyer because it's at the it's at their like engagement party thing. Yeah, so he ends up, he's a doctor oh, yeah. and meets the, a nurse, ends up liking her and falling in love with her, and then tries to marry her. And then, yeah, this, and they set him up to try and capture him. Doesn't that work? And he flees to France, right? Yeah. He goes to France and he's finally captured there. And then almost escapes again out of the toilet of the plane and then ends up getting captured. No, wait. Yeah, never yeah. mind. That was crazy. Yeah. He really almost escaped. And then he ends up at the very end working for the FBI as, what was his official title? In the fraud department. For check fraud, yeah, consultant, and he uh, checks all these, checks all these checks, and to see if they were actually real, and um, and he was all this while he was six, sixteen and seventeen years old. Yeah, he did all of it before he turned nineteen, I think. Yeah, and um, that that sums it up. Nice. I read somewhere that he like was able to, in total, he was able to like get like two point eight million dollars like during that. That's span insane. Of time. 
which is wild. Especially with a kid that yeah, can't a, even... A kid, a teenager. <laughs> yeah, he literally hadn't yeah. even graduated high school yet. That's crazy. That's insane. But Awesome. Well, thank you which for coming. kind of questionable, all these uh, girls that like him over this movie, and he's 16 years old. What's yeah. going on with that? Freaking pedophiles. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 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 are you trying to tell me something? No. Are you, what are you? What are you getting at? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is older than Pedro. Ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> Who's Pedro? <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. I don't know him. Just got real awkward. Uh. Anywho, <laughs> so what are our thoughts on the movie? How do we feel about it? Let's go around the room and talk about what we shared. Um, Z, why don't you start us off? Uh, <laughs> um, I really like the movie. I'd never seen it before. This is my first time watching it. I would definitely recommend it. Very interesting plot line. Still kind of blows my mind that this is, is based on a true story. Like, how does... He basically swindled all of America for a couple years, and that's crazy to me. Um, but it was really good. I really liked it. Um, Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio as a team up. I would definitely watch something with the both of them again. They haven't been in anything together since, though. I don't think. I don't think so. You know what that means? They hated each other. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Catch me if you can, too. Catch me if you can, but not on the same movie set as you. And then I just <laughs> never worked again. Um, but I would say my favorite part of the movie was when after Leonardo DiCaprio gets caught and they're on the plane from France back to the United States. And Leonardo DiCaprio asks Tom Hanks, oh, which, which his, his character's name is Frank Abagnale. And then Tom Hanks' character is... Something handratty, what is his first name? Yeah. Yeah. I don't John? Remember. I don't remember his name. Maybe. I could sure. just be pulling Um it. But anyways, <laughs> um Leonardo DiCaprio's character Carl. asks Carl. That's, Carl. That's, what I said. That's what it is. John. <laughs> <laughs> he asks Tom Hanks and he's like, Hey, are you gonna eat that eclair? And Tom Hanks is like, Yeah. And he had asked him before, he was like, How did you cheat on the the bar exam in Louisiana? And Leonardo DiCaprio tells him, he's like, I'll tell you if you give me that eclair. And so Tom Hanks grabs the eclair and he like starts eating it in front of him. And I don't know why. It was just such a funny moment to me. I was like, what? It was it was really funny to me. It was a great movie. Great. It's crazy. But that was my favorite part. I will say that was the moment that Tom Hanks went from Hanks to Tom Petty. Yeah. That was the musician. <laughs> oh <my God>. What? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Daniela, would you like to tell us now? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I had watched this movie a while ago. Um, it was suggested by my boyfriend. He's I think he had seen it before. And um, so I was like, OK, why not? But yeah, it was definitely a really great movie. Definitely went above what I thought it was going to be. Which I don't know why I was expecting less, it being, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. But um honestly it made if it made me think if I did, had no morals, <laughs> if I could also do this. Um because I I just like on one hand it makes me so mad that like 
the United States works this way to where this was possible. I mean, obviously, yes, he went through lengthy lengths to lie, but at the same time, it's like crazy what a lie can do. And so that made me think <laughs> like, Ooh, I could live so many different lives. <laughs> um, no, but overall though, it was, it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, just seeing uh, him become so many different characters just showed like what a good actor he is. Um, and then of course seeing Tom, I think my favorite scene was whenever, <clears throat> so there's a scene where um, uh, Leonardo or Frank, his character, he's in, I think it's like a hotel room um, when he has like all of his check fraud um, equipment basically like how he's been um, changing them to make them look real and stuff like that he has it all in this room and uh, literally Tom Hanks is like right on his tail like he's about to walk in and I think um, yeah he just like walks in basically catch quote unquote catches um, he catches Frank but he he totally like he also at sorry at this point he does not know what frank looks like correct yeah yeah so he just knows that he's chasing this guy named frank and so he comes in and thinks that he caught him but uh frank pretends like he works for the secret service yeah thank you and um he pretends to be the flash yeah <laughs> it says barry allen united states oh, secret yes, service that's right yeah he pretends to be the flash that's so funny um and totally like flips a switch and he's like oh we just missed him basically and he's like i uh or you just missed him i have it under control he said one of my um one of my guys basically is taking him to the car right now and what he what you had just seen like a couple seconds before was him was frank greeting this um i guess friend of his or like guy he knows and this older man that he had met before and he was like oh like how's it going whatever whatever and he they he opens the window to show like to prove that um he's been t he's taking the quote unquote frank um that he thought that he caught to the car and he's like oh okay great like whatever and and the real frank is like yeah like it's under our jurisdiction now like you don't got to worry about it and he was like oh okay and then um in the meantime i guess frank like jumps out the window or something or no does he just leave oh he tells him he is like grabbing like some of the check equipment oh, or whatever, yes, and he's yes, like yes. i gotta go take this down for evidence real quick but i'll be right back yeah that's and right so. and then he like runs across the street um <laughs> basically getting away and then tom makes a connection that that was actually Frank and he definitely missed him. But yeah. I just, that whole scene cracked me up because it literally was like perfect timing for everything. Like he had just seen those, the people before. And then it just like happened to be perfect timing of him walking the elderly man to the car and he could just be like, Oh yeah, there he is, you know, whatever. And I'm just here to investigate. But that just like, yeah. The way that he's just able to lie through I know. everything. I'm like, yeah. that's insane. But that was one of my favorite scenes. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Jeremiah's? Um, I liked it. It was really good. I actually never seen that movie before. My very first time watching it. Uh, directed by the great Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. I don't think there's a movie that I've seen of his that I don't like. So he's a really good, he's a really good director. Um, I thought the movie was good. It was very, 
obviously very cat and mouse with humor and class, I guess. I liked how Leo was very charming in that movie, which... Yeah, he was. Apparently, when they casted him, the real guy, what's his name? Frank? Frank. Yeah. Didn't think he was a good choice. Because he didn't think he would be charming enough. But then once he really? watched the movie, he was like, okay, I was wrong. So <laughs> He's good at his job. He I want to know what yeah. the real Frank looks like. He does not look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Yeah. Is he hot? Right yeah. Okay, I'm going to Google it right now. But what's, I was actually, quick fun fact. Apparently, Steven Spielberg wanted Johnny Depp. Really? For Frank. And I'm not sure why it didn't work out or why we turned Ugh. it down or something. He's ugly now. <laughs> But I don't. Uh, I'm kind of confused. I think this is him. He has like white hair now. And Interesting. This is him now. That's what? That means our. This is him before. Oh, this is him now. Yeah, that's him now. Okay. He looks like he would still scam me, but for other things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It's. It was very. I didn't feel like it was made in 2002 at all. Like everything about the movie, the cinematography, yeah. clothing, That's production true. design was very great. Which was what, the 60s, I want to say? It was what it was set in? That it was set in? I think yeah, so. Yeah, the 60s. Yeah, so it was, did very good at convincing me that it was the 60s. I thought it was funny how, how much that Tom Hanks did really good on his accent. Was it a New Jersey oh, yeah, yeah. accent? Yeah, that's all I could think of. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I thought they did a really good job, um, like, kind of showing what his internal state was solely based off of the decisions that he was making, mm. you know, like how with dealing with his parents' divorce and stuff, like, that's basically what kind of led to him leading the lifestyle that he yeah. did, essentially. And so, and like, even whenever at the end, whenever he's about to, you know, go like through the cycle again. Yeah, like go on the run again. And for no real reason. And then he just like decides not to. Like it's cool because like it shows like they do a good job of showing and not telling, you know? Like yeah. of like character development and growth and just like communicating externally. And he finally accepts the idea that it's not going to happen. Cuz throughout the movie he tries to get his dad back with his mom, little conversations. Yeah. Just to realize that his mom remarried. So oh, I guess yeah. was actually having enough. Yeah. That was so sad. That was really sad. Ended up having a kid with that man as well. So. Half sister. Yeah. Oh. No, I love that one. Which, scene. by the way, the, he's just staring through the window, and the girl just like, "Hi." <laughs> I <laughs> know. <laughs> that weirdo. Yeah. She's so like nonchalant about it. I'm like, this is a complete stranger yeah. to you, and that's the, that's the fourth guy this week. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and then that one scene where uh, he he calls Carl on Christmas and he's like, Hey, I'm calling to say sorry. And Carl like totally like calls him out on it. He's like, you're not. He's like, you just have no one to talk to right uh, now. Yeah. You're by yourself. Yeah. That scene was kind of sad. I was like, dang. Which, uh, they talk every Christmas since then. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dang, that's wild. But no, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the, the set design all in all, like on a practical level, like the set design was super good. It definitely believable. And as far as like feeling like you were in a different time period, I, thought I don't that know if you great. noticed, but in every, in every scene where there's a street, the, the street is wet. Yeah. The sidewalks are wet. Really? It's I for, didn't yeah. It's for cinematography purposes to say it looks better, but I do you know how annoying that would be I'm trying to reset to, yeah, to every wet time, the street, every time, just the guy with the hose. Just, 
<laughs> oh, he's our That's your job, yeah. He's our sorry. It's our sidewalk wetter. <laughs> he waters it for us. Yeah. Uh, I I always assumed that it was because like maybe they were like shooting outdoors, but they couldn't control the well, you know, external features, and they wanted to keep like lighting the same. So basically, like they put tents, and then they like wet the ground, and then they like put up their own lighting fixtures to kind of keep it consistent. That's what I always assumed it was. Well, if you notice, it's always sunny yeah. in all in every scene, yeah. except for maybe like I think the bar scene you can see it's cloudy outside, but that's the the ground's always wet. Yeah, it's really weird. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they they like because like let's say they have like three days to shoot like an outdoor scene, and like one day it's raining, the next day it's not. So yeah. at that point they're like, oh well, just for consistency's sake, let's just throw water onto the ground. But I feel like what you said also makes sense. So I guess because if you notice in the movie, the movie's very like film shimmery. The way it looks like, and so yeah. is it the, the. A lot of it almost just feels like a flashback. Honestly, it kind of does. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool in that respect, but yeah, no, I like that part of it. I thought the writing was really good too. Again, I'm not sure who wrote the movie, but it was really I good. Know, but kudos to them. <laughs> it's a killer script. <laughs> I think the, the I know one of the inaccuracies of the real life in the movie is him calling on Christmas. Yeah, never happened. Because yeah. he was like, why would I ever do that? Yeah, but, putting myself in danger. Yeah, putting yeah. in danger. But That's a whole movie. He wrote that in there. Yeah, fabricated thing. So the cinematography, it was good. But like, would you say it was like groundbreaking for the time? Would you say it was like anything unique or different? Or was um, it just kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, they did. It, it like reminded me of like an old 40s and 50s movie um, that was just in color. Because yeah. it was very, it wasn't like super thrilling or scary. Like a lot of that that story was made in the modern day. So they made a very like classic. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> what do we think of the cinematography? Oh, yes. um, <laughs> it was good. Uh, I'm not sure who did the cinematography either. Yeah. Um, but it was very, uh, I think it, they, they did good to make it look like it was in the sixties too. Cause it's, yeah. it's pretty grainy. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's a little shimmery and just like obviously chrome. Stuff was big back then, like on cars and stuff. So, what about you? What do you think about it? Well, cinematography, it was great. Loved it. Um, I'm a sucker for like wardrobe. And I was literally thinking that. I was I like, their just, costume design was great for real. Like, they did such a good job. I just, I love, especially like the '60s. I think that's probably one of my favorite um, eras of fashion. And so, um, that one in the eighties. And so I really appreciated this movie. And like, obviously you see him go through like all these different characters. And so you get to see like all the different outfits that he's wearing and like, um, blah, blah. I have never wanted to be a flight attendant more than this movie. (laughs) I was like, they're so cute. I mean, like nowadays, obviously I'm not saying that it wasn't hard back then, but like, I'm sure it's like even harder, especially right now. But I was like, I would love to be a flight attendant, literally solely for the outfits. And I, I wasn't familiar with the stigma of like flight attendants being like super attractive. Like I, oh, I really? guess, yeah, I didn't oh, know that, but yeah. I, this movie made me realize yeah. that. I guess I don't know if it was for that time period or if that's still like a thing. But I think yes and no. I feel like we have. I feel like back then it was maybe it's only just because I've seen it in movies, but I feel like there were always younger girls, and they were just like. Mm, I'm going to be a flight attendant. Me, yeah. me, you know, but I feel like now we have just like anyone can be a flight attendant. So like no matter the age or um, gender. So I feel like that definitely is very different, but 
Yeah, I love the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. No, that's awesome. I like that because I was I like literally had that as one of the talking points. I was like, we should talk about the wardrobe. Yeah, so I'm glad you hit on that. Definitely. Yeah, it was very. I think it definitely kind of went with what Jeremiah was saying with like the. You kind of said what you say like the glowy, shimmery look of it. Yeah, I felt like that gave like the brightness of the whole movie. Um, like a a nice look. Like I completed it. A little icing on the cake. Yeah, well, that's awesome. That's good. What about you, Z? Did you have any thoughts as far as like, I don't know, cinematography, like set design, costumes, acting, direction, any of that stuff? Um, I mean, I definitely thought like I definitely agree with what you guys have said. I, de- I thought that the costume design was great. Uh, I thought the cinematography was really good. And like kind of how you guys said that it always looks like a flashback. It always just looked really like dreary to me. Um, and I don't know if like all of the colors looked muted and so i don't know if that was something that like i just kind of saw or if it was like that um but i don't know the scenes where he was in like the prison in france and stuff like that i thought those were really good scenes um especially whenever he's um whenever tom hanks character looks at him like through the little holes and you see him like coughing up blood or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like all super, in the corner. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like super sick. Uh-huh. And uh, Tom Hanks is like, he's like, stop faking. Like, we all know that you're fine. And then he like rolls over and he's like, he needs a doctor right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see him like running out the door in the next scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I thought, I mean, I obviously like these are great actors in this movie and I don't know where exactly in Leonardo DiCaprio's timeline this is, but I thought it was a really great film of his. I mean, him and Tom Hanks both did like a great job. And so um, I'm sure that was not um, like that definitely wasn't a mistake on the people who were casting's part. Like they did. They did a really good job of that. Very true. What about you, Arnold? No, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought it was really cool. Uh, all in all. Um yeah, no, I mean, again, I think for me, uh, like the one thing I feel like I have to commend the most is the delivery in the acting. I thought that was really well done. Uh, I thought the directing was pretty good. Um, the editing, like I didn't like at no point that I feel like the movie was like dragging too much. Like it didn't. Like, it was It was fast paced enough to like not lose my interest at any point. And the story was just really well done. I thought they did a good job adapting it i know that you said earlier that they took some liberties which they definitely did a yeah. lot of creative liberties like in as far as like historical Just accuracy movie. <laughs> yeah yeah but no i mean all in all i thought they did a really good job kind of um relaying i feel like the message that uh the real frank Avignel kind of tries to to deliver on you know do your best to forge checks. That's his message. Yes. <laughs> have you like, I don't know if you guys have seen any, but like he does like he speaks at like different places. Like he travels and he does like. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, he gives like. I know he's like invented new checks to like. Yeah. Ugh, Frank. <laughs> yeah. So it's not as easy as you thought now. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, excuse me, guys. I have to go cancel. I'll check really quick. <laughs> you were the best at it. And you ruined it for the rest of us. I know. No. Yeah. But. It's no. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I just I, I just feel like it, it's a really good movie and it does a good job of uh, of communicating certain truths and uh, ethical thoughts. Um, and yeah, no, just presenting kind of that idea of like 
how far is too far, you know? And like, at one point, am I doing this like in vain or for like an actual like reason, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. What? I found a quarter and a nickel <laughs> on this chair. <laughs> I forgot why they're there, but they're there. I'm rich. You can have them. It's, I'm going to put it in my fraudulent check account. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to glue it to a piece of paper? Yes. <laughs> and try to check, cash it out. Um, but yeah, no, like, I mean, speaking of parallels and truths and stuff, are you guys ready to jump into that? Yes. Dive worthy. Awesome. Who wants to go first? Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, this is an identity movie. <laughs> yeah, I hated the way I said it. No, um, one of the biggest things was, um, I got, obviously he runs a lot. From Sorry. I can't do this now. You just said it so slowly. I thought you saw it. He runs a lot. And I was like, sure. <laughs> he runs a lot from who he is. Okay. Um, dang, I forgot what I was gonna say now. His identity. Identity, bro. Yes. <laughs> bro, I don't even remember. Just, just start, start your video. <laughs> the rest of the That's not from the top of video, dude. You're allowed to look at your notes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Is this a built-in bottle opener? I wish. No, it's where like the the sectional connects. Oh, okay. So like the other piece. Believe of it, it or not, this is a chunk out of the couch from downstairs. Oh, really? <gasps> yeah. Because nice. that couch down there is huge. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like it could be used as a bottle opener. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. To me, it's just a. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Z, please go. No. Please go. <laughs> no, no, you please. want me to go? Yes, go. Okay. <laughs> Um, you guys are such office mates. Like you can tell you <laughs> shared a space for way too long. Okay, so what kind of stuck out to me about the movie is so the whole time um, Frank, which is Leonardo DiCaprio's character, um, is he's on the run the whole time. So basically, he spends these few years of his life like running from the law and running from uh, Carl Hanratty. Um, and what I thought throughout it out, what came to my mind was if he had just given himself into like the thing that was into the thing that he was running away from, if he had just like turned himself in or surrendered, then, um, he would have been freed. Like he wouldn't have had to spend probably as many years in prison or like he wouldn't have had to have been on the run for as long. Um, because he was in a way he was kind of being like held captive by like the chase that he was in. Um, and so he was constantly having to like think about his next step or, you know, what was going to happen next. But if he had just surrendered himself or like, um, given in to the chase or given into what was chasing him or, you know, he, things would have gone a lot better for him. Like it would have been easier for him. And so I think that a lot of times like that's us with the Lord, like he's chasing us and like, he's constantly, we, we're constantly like running away from him. But if we would just like surrender and give in to like the very thing that is chasing us, then I'm not saying we wouldn't have any problems or any troubles, but I definitely think that things would go a lot better for us than when we're just running from the Lord. Mm. Um, 
So that was just something that like stuck out to me. But that's God. That's a word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Go for it. No, okay. <laughs> no, for real. That was really good. <laughs> um. Yeah. So at the the beginning of the movie, um, it, you kind of see like what like really like perfect um cookie cutter life i guess that uh leonardo dicaprio and his uh parents have like there's a scene where um his parents are like dancing in the living room and it's like very cute they have like music playing and um it just shows uh leonardo like just kind of like watching them from the door frame um and it's kind of like before everything kind of goes to crap and so um basically so uh the reason that i think the reason that leonardo kind of just like takes on this whole role of like um going off the rails like doing whatever is because his dad was like that as well and so you kind of see that at the beginning of the movie there's like different moments where his dad kind of is like a cheat um in different circumstances and like is trying to he has good intentions but he just like can't not lie as well um and he kind of tried to like get his son into it as well but there's like one instance where um one of his lies kind of like goes wrong and they start like losing everything and so they have to like uh sell their car and then they end up having to move from like a really beautiful house to a really small like cramped apartment um basically like losing everything um that they had and like what seemed like the nice super like super nice life and everything so that's kind of why, um, and uh, I don't remember who said it earlier, but they basically, um, Leonardo's like trying to, the whole movie, he's kind of also trying to like prove to his dad, like, I can get our life back. I think Jeremiah might have said that, that I can give like our life back. Like there's one instance where he buys him a car. I can't remember what it is though. Cadillac. It's a Cadillac. Yeah. Like a super nice, super nice Cadillac. And he's basically like trying to prove to his dad, like, I made it now, like, blah, blah, like, I work, I'm a pilot, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of just, like, a reoccurring thing, like, throughout the whole movie, um, and these different uh, characters that he plays, basically. And so you kind of, like, see this um, thing of, like, him trying to win the approval of his dad. Like, he, you can see that he definitely held, as many things as, like, wrong that his dad did, he still held him in, like, a really high regard and, like, kind of looked past that and like because your dad's your dad to him basically and like there wasn't anything he could really do wrong and so like the whole time he's trying to try win the approval of his dad and like um trying to prove himself basically um and i feel like in a lot of ways that can be us with god our dad and just like we're trying to like do all these good things like trying to like live the perfect life trying to um do like works or whatever you know like I live the good cookie cutter, like Christian life, but like, um, just to like, try to like, quote unquote, live that better life that we think we should be living. But in all honesty, like besides the divorce and stuff like that, like their life wasn't horrible. Like, and not saying that like the life that God has for us is not like, oh, it's not too bad. You know, like we're making it, but it's something that like, it wasn't that important after like in all in all they had each other and like that's what should have been most important um anyways but yeah so kind of just like how we don't have to work for god's approval like we already have it like 
um, every time that he saw his son, it was like, like after he would say like, oh yeah, like I'm doing this now I have this, like I can buy you this. Um, literally the dad every time was just like, oh wow, like that's amazing. But like, it's okay. Like you don't super need that. You know, it's not really important, but like he still kept going at it and like, he just like basically wasn't getting it. But um, sometime, the last time he met with him, he just wanted to have a drink with him. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. They're like and, meeting in the bar yeah. and he's like, yeah, he just like can't get past that. Basically. He's yeah. like. I just want to make it basically, you know, but he just couldn't see like that. The approval of his dad was him just being his son. And like, sometimes we struggle with that too. Reach. Yeah. Anyways, but that was fine. <laughs> do you want to do yours now? Or do you want to, you want uh, me to go? <laughs> no, I'll go. Uh, it's just a piggyback off of, um, Z's. I forgot your name there for a second. Oh, I was I'm like, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and, so sorry. Didn't realize a letter was hard yeah. to remember. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just see him take him take on all these identities of him just running from the truth, and unfortunately, he he just doesn't accept that his parents are no longer together, and so um, a lot of times when we don't want to accept the truth, we just kind of make up all these a lot of just make up scenarios or make up things that oh this this is because of this is this is what happened to me or this is what and so in, they people just run away from the truth unfortunately um and they just take on all these things that think they happen to them or they just kind of make up this stuff or they just don't want to accept it and they just run and they just don't want to have to deal with it and so they just go into a different lifestyle. And so that, that was probably the biggest thing is that he's and to, to ex, have you have to have the, oh my gosh. And to have to have to choose to live with your mom or your dad is like a, obviously a difficult choice and it's no choice that a teenager should make. But, um, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm just not taking it. Is that it then? Yeah, I think so for now. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cool. Um, no, for me, like, uh, I feel like you and Z and Daniela all for sure got more out of the movie than I did, <laughs> like, in as far as biblical truths and parallels. Um, I basically, like, for me, like, I, I just caught two specific things that kind of, like, immediately caught my eye in as far as, like, that specific topic goes. Um, I think for me, the first one was at the very end that we were talking about um, when... Uh, Frank has already been hired by the FBI. You know, he's not in prison anymore. They've taken him out. So, like, he's he's kind of, like, been put in this place of, like, well, yeah, you did this terror. Like, you did a bad thing, but you were going to, like, put you in a place to where, like, you can do something good out of it, you know? Like, you're, you're in a good spot. And he's like, okay, cool, I guess. And so, but, like, He's not all the way in, you know, fully. And then he tries to run off again, even though he seemingly has it made, you know. And so. But like for no real reason. So he's running, but like nobody's chasing him. And like, yeah, eventually somebody will. But like he has no real reason to run. Like the first time when he like started on his journey, it was like it had all been kind of started because of his parents divorce and the internal struggle he was having. But now he was just in a place where he had no real reason to run. Like there was no motive there. Like it wasn't out of necessity anymore. He was just going to be running to be running. 
And so that that kind of like put my mind on Proverbs 28, 1, where it says the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I think it was cool because like in that moment, you can see that he's still struggling with like the righteousness and the wickedness within him where like, like it, it, it to me, it just shows that like, hey, there is like a transitional period, you know, like I know that like sometimes in our walk with Christ, like we can be delivered from stuff and it's like in an instant, like there's change, right? Yeah. But there are other things that aren't like in an instant, like they're not instantaneous. Like it's it sometimes there's like a yeah, like a process. And so it's cool to kind of see like that transition kind of taking place and then kind of see him kind of start to come more onto the side of righteousness whenever he decides to not kind of go down that road and just be like, you know what? Like, I realize where I am. I realize like what, you know, good opportunity I have in front of me. So. I'm just going to go back and make the most of what's been given to me. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, and then the other thing I saw was uh, Romans eight twenty eight, which is that verse that's used a lot where it's like uh, he makes all things work together for the good of those who believe in him or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. I, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but it's along those lines. You guys have all heard That's it. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we all know. Um, but no, it, it like it just kind of made me like think of how he was on this path of like deception and lies and like, you know, just wickedness, like evil. Right. And so like he was just blazing this trail of just like bad things of like what could be equated to sin. Right. And he's like committing all these errors, all these mistakes, all these faults that are like maybe if he doesn't realize it or not, like he's hurting people around him, like people that he comes into contact with, whether it be like employees, corporations, like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like somebody's getting hurt. Um, but like at the end of it all, all the stuff that contributed to him being labeled as a, as a, you know, criminal, as, as a bad person, they, they amount to this kind of skill set that he didn't know that he had. And it actually like set him up for the rest of his life because that became like his ultimate long-term like career was working in the FBI as like kind of in the fraud kind of department and stuff. And so it was cool to kind of just see like all those errors and mistakes and like kind of the accumulation of the skills and stuff that he acquired through that kind of become the thing that like eventually led to his redemption, you know? So I thought that was really neat. Um, but yeah, those were like my two big takeaways. Did you think of what your thing was? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, sweet. So any like other thoughts then? <laughs> I don't think so. Sweet. Then do we want to rate this sucker? Yes. How many, how much money on your fraudulent check? <laughs> how many fraudulent checks do you rate it? From one to 300 or something like that because when he's at the hotel he's like we only do up to like 100 what do you end up making how much money like 2.8 i think 2.8 which is kind of funny because it said in like the end the very end of the movie how much money he's made off of like the checks he's invented which he's made just about the same amount of money yeah Yeah. that's crazy yeah so then what do we want to make the scale then (laughs) uh one to how many dollars (laughs) one to one hundred dollars one billion okay one to one billion dollars that's too wide that's too large of a scale for me i I can't think of many numbers uh okay um one to a thousand one one to ten billion 
There you go. There you go. Just one think of it. Billion. To one to billion. Billion. Okay. So like one, one to ten. That's one to yeah. ten, basically. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. yes, but with billion. Okay, got it. <laughs> so? Um, I think I would give it s- 7.5 billion. Yeah. I'd probably give it the same, actually. Or maybe like 7.3. That's a good movie, but it wasn't like... Great, or it wasn't like groundbreaking, groundbreaking or, or anything was, like that. But it, it was good, yeah. Yeah, superb, good soup. Um, I'll probably give it, yeah, around around like a seven point five ish. Um, I, I would agree with you guys. I definitely like. It's definitely a good. I normally don't like like feel good movies or like that kind of movie. I I do like this movie. Don't give me. I'm not saying that at all. But like, this one was one that was just enough, um, like excitement, but also like, okay, it has it definitely has a good story. It's not just like, yeah, I'm scamming you 24 seven. It's just like, <laughs> okay, he actually is like doing this for a reason, more or less. So, I think it was a good movie. Not like Jeremiah said, not groundbreaking, but definitely good. Yeah. Before I forget, though. We did draw a biblical parallel, like, in as far as, like, oh, overall yeah. story-wise, but we didn't talk about that. Do you want to tell us a little bit? Might about? be. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of, honestly, the whole story is kind of, kind of went with my truth. Just forgot to say it. But um, <laughs> kind of the story of the prodigal son, um, kind of, like, uh, in, like I said at the beginning of the movie, like, he, they kind of had it, like, it was pretty good. Like, they had it well it wasn't amazing but you know and kind of like guys in in the prodigal son story um the son that that ends up leaving um he thinks that they don't have her he thinks that he can do better you know so that's when he like asks for his money that's supposed to go to him later on basically his, his inheritance and goes out and does everything under the sun um, only to come back and realize that that's not the right way <laughs> to do anything. Waste all of his money. Basically, he's just making wrong choice after wrong choice. Um, and eventually, you know, comes back to his dad. But yeah, that was just kind of like a, a quick parallel that we made in just like this father-son relationship um, and, and trying to win approval or do your own thing, thinking you know best. So, yeah. Right on. Thanks. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I would rate this movie. Um, I'm not going to give it a decimal like you cowards. I'm just going right. to give it a straight up seven out of 10 billion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, because you know what? Go all in. Um, but yeah, so I think that's what my final rating would be. Nice. Um so, before we close, though, um, wait, how long are we in now? Oh, we're over an hour. We could, y'all want to just save the, the story one for the next thing? Like the story segment for the, okay, cool. All right, sweet. So, before we wrap up here, um, we will do what we always do. Uh, we'll give a quick little second for us to do our shouts and outs. So, we will Shout first, out to my dog. Shout out to your dog. What's your dog's name? Asher. Huh? Asher. Ashy? not to be confused with his knees salchicha dog okay okay baloney dog he doesn't know what this is but (laughs) i'm thinking you but (laughs) 
All right, Daniela, would you like to? Yeah. I see my mom and dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In all realness. Do your parents listen? They listened to the some of the last one. They didn't finish it. I can't remember why. That's cute. But yeah. Oh, that's nice that your parents are so tech savvy to listen to Spotify. Yeah, it's because I showed them. Oh. <laughs> he said, "Here's how it's done." Um, I'm gonna shout out um, one of my best gals, Camry. I miss you, girl. I ain't never gonna stop loving you. <laughs> Gozy. Um. I am going to shout out my cousin. Yeah, I'm going to shout out my cousin Esmeralda. Her birthday is September 6th. Oh, my gosh. Is, that's tomorrow. Yeah, which Guys, is, is I mean, what? It's my cousin's birthday today. I didn't say every birthday today. Oh, my today. gosh. <laughs> my gosh. We're all good at family. Um, <laughs> I don't forget. I'm texting you right up. Yeah, so I'm not a bad cousin, unlike Jeremiah. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> great cousin. Um, but yeah, shouts her out because her birthday's tomorrow. But by the time that we edit this, it will probably have been last week. So wait, by the time this comes out. Oh, wait, no. It will be like, I think a week until Camry's birthday. So happy early birthday, baby girl. <laughs> happy early birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your shouts out. Uh, okay, my shouts outs. Dang, I brought this up and I did not come prepared at all. Um, my shouts out is I'll shout out uh, this really. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. What were you going to say, Arnold? No, I was going to say this this cool dude that goes to church. His uh, name is Matthew Rojas. Oh, but okay, okay. I was I'll say, save that one for this the... really cute girl. <laughs> Imagine if that's how Arnold told us that he liked someone. I one know time. that'd be really on cute podcast, on a very public I would platform. Scream. For <laughs> no, no, I would need some assurance if that was ever the case. I'd need to be sure that there was some reciprocation oh, okay. instead true, of making true, myself true, look true. like an idiot. Um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but okay. I know who. I would like to shout out Esmeralda's brother, George. <laughs> <laughs> George became a dad earlier uh, this year. Oh. Yeah. And uh and yeah, him and oh, his papa. Him and his special lady Jasmine. They're freaking great. They okay, came to why visit. does this family have such great names? George and Jasmine. <laughs> well, and even Esmeralda as well. That's... Yeah. She also has a baby. Her daughter's name is Mia. Oh. <laughs> I just love babies. That's all. <laughs> and so shout out to uh George and Jasmine. Yeah. And the baby. Maddie. All babies. We're, fun fact, Arnold and I are actually her godparents. No way. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. That's so that cool. It was just a Catholic thing. Come to find out, it is not. <laughs> Didn't even know that was a Catholic thing. <laughs> that was just a white person thing. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so that, But, nope, apparently it's not. And you know what? Absolute honor. I want to be honor. someone's godparent once. Shout out baby Maddie Shout from out. your godmother and Arnold. I think that I'm going to be honest, you guys, Jasmine and George, you might want to switch godparents. <laughs> <laughs> Z just threw up gang signs. What? I threw up a peace sign. Gang. <laughs> That's the second gang. You're claiming the second gang. I mean, 
It'd be what it be. I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, shout out Beyonce. Her birthday was yesterday. Hey, that's your mom. Yeah, it is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's your adopted mom. It is. I wish I was but, Yeah, Shout out everybody. Shout out the rest of the crew that couldn't be here for this episode and the next one. No, we hate them. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and uh, shout out uh, Salchicha Dog. Um, <laughs> fun fact, whenever we say Salchicha, we're talking about, in Spanish, Mr. Weenie. It, it usually means weenies yeah. or, or like bologna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like funny. a little bologna dog. Yeah, a little bologna He's dog. He's a corgi mixed with the, the wiener dog. Okay, I, th- I was like, I thought he was a corgi. Yeah, he's a corgi. <laughs> so he's like extra long. That's awesome. Which is, I measured his legs and ears. His legs are shorter than his. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> he can't do much. Uh, so shout out Esmeralda. Shout out Cameron. Wait, I have My one more shout out. Yeah, shout Just because I miss him. Shout out Eros. Oh. I miss you, pal. Eros. Congratulations on moving to North Carolina, but I wish it was Dallas. It's better be in my podcast what? next week. <gasps> what? Yeah. Wait, what was that? Sorry, I didn't catch any of that. I know you're not trying to shout out your own podcast right no, now, no, Jeremiah. No, no. Get out of here, Jeremiah. God. <laughs> Nobody listen to his podcast called. Me, I was, remember that one I did like I what it's forever called. ago? I was going to finish it. <laughs> have one episode left. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like a year. I have two, actually, but I got to finish them. Anyways, miss you, Eros. Love you, pal. Miss you, Eros. On the date that we're recording this, um, my team's playing his team. Mexico's playing Costa Rica, and Costa Rica's about to get demolished. So I love you, Eros, but your team's about to get murdered. Uh, probably. How funny would it be if Mexico lost? <laughs> <laughs> also, one more thing. I'm yes. so oh sorry. Gosh, no, it's not this. a shout out. It's a crazy fact that i realized okay so whenever we recorded the spider-man homecoming nah. oh yeah the trailer didn't come out yet huh? yeah yes and so we literally talked about i was like we were talking about the trailer coming out and i don't know i, I don't know if it's you or sam but we were like you were like wait are we getting a trailer and literally the next freaking day the trailer yeah. came out I'm, sam didn't know i said sam we will know. at That's some right. point i just didn't yeah, know yeah, when yeah. it was gonna be because you guys had to complain about it. Yeah, and, and then Tom, we, we, Tom asked, Tom, we, we asked Tom, and he released it. I'm sure he appreciated all the very nice comments you guys made about his face, which yeah. there were a yeah. lot. <laughs> there were a lot. I love you, Tom. So much. Break up with Zendaya, but don't. <laughs> but also marry us. Yeah. Thank you. At the same time, you guys we'll are going for polygamy, Well, All right, you can cut it there. <laughs> Anyway, that's been it for this episode. Tune in next week where we will be talking about Indiana Jones bum, ba, da, and bum, the da, 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 Ark of the Covenant. Da, 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 no, it's not Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Covenant. It's Raiders of the it's Lost Raiders Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, but they're looking for the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark is what I meant. So yeah, tune in in about seven days. <laughs> Boy. Bye. Bye.